Mesophilic coral reefs are this really interesting zonation of reefs that exist a little deeper than traditional shallower coral reefs. So our mesophilic coral reefs generally begin between 100 feet or 200 feet and they descend downwards to 500 feet. And then the depth that they start at generally depends on the amount of light penetration. So we know a lot about the shallow coral reefs due to scuba diving technology to 200 feet. And submarines generally start their explorations at 500 feet, but we have this middle unknown area called mesophilic coral reefs in that 200 to 500 foot range. They're interesting to study because there's just so much biodiversity that's in these reefs. Although we can't see them, we still are finding many new species, sometimes up to 12 per hour of dive time at these depths. Um, so there's lots we don't know about these ecosystems. And as the shallower ecosystems are becoming more threat to climate change, other ocean conditions, they might be served as a refugium or even replenishment zones to the shallow coral reefs from at depth. Why are we diving on using scuba technology versus submarines? And submarines are very costly. They're generally about $3,000 per day. And we can't get as much information with a pair of eyes and behind a camera. So we can send machines down there, but I can learn so much more through my own human eyes than looking at a camera screen. So we want to look at them as best we can by diving to these depths. But because of those different risks and more technology involved, there's a lot more additional training that goes into reaching the mesophilic depths. We should care about mesophilic coral reefs because as our climate is going to be changing, it's important we understand coral reefs and biodiversity as a whole. So our biodiversity is very important to our overall ecosystems and climate. And as different factors affect the climate zones, especially the shallow communities, we want to make sure that the other deeper communities are still unaffected, especially as we have uh, pollution in the old school days, people were throwing stuff over the ocean, not really having much regard to what happened to them. So we're finding trash and other sorts of pollution that we're causing, even at these pristine ecosystems never before seen by humans, we're finding our impacts on them still. We recently published a paper with our new submersible container for ascending specimens. And the premise behind that is we want to collect them to, so they can be kind of their ambassadors for their species. So the only way we can describe a new species is to actually have a specimen, do the morphological comparisons, do the DNA barcoding, and learn as much as we can about that one organism. So with the specimens we're collecting, which is the equivalent of having a one grouper's meal, we can learn all about the biodiversity and the actually evolution of these reefs just from one specimen. So that's why we need to have one ambassador. My start into marine biology came at the Aquarium of the Pacific when I was just less than 10 years old. And I always saw the exhibits and I saw all the conservation efforts that were being done. And I knew it was an interest and a passion, but I didn't think I could make it into a career. But until I did, went to high school, I got did my marine biology studies, and I, I just kept pursuing. That's why I really loved studying every single day. Uh, I just kept going with that until eventually um, doors open. So if you don't have the background and that passion to pursue what you love, I mean, that's going to limit your potential in the future. So having that background, that passion, is really going to drive your further studies. So if you're interested in, in to marine biology, definitely pursue it. And there's so many different avenues you can make a career out of it, too.